Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Matrescence Awakening with Kieran Lee. Thank you for being here. Good morning from me because it is really early this morning. I'm recording this at quarter to seven in the morning. It's a rainy, cozy morning out there and I'm all snuggled up in my dressing gla- dressing gown and blanket and pinching myself that this gets to be <laughs> my work and that I just get to sit here and chat to, under these circumstances, which is just so cool. My request to you, if you have been loving the podcast, would be to follow along, subscribe, and leave a review. It really does make such a big difference, particularly to smaller businesses like myself, just to hear how you're loving these episodes. So today I want to share with you my four tips for knowing where to seek support for your growth and healing, because I know it can feel super overwhelming trying to figure out where the hell to go, particularly if you're really early in your journey and you're just thinking like, holy shit, there is just so much for me to try and figure out and know and understand. And if you're there, it's okay. It's okay to be there. But just know that this journey is one that takes a long time and it's never ending. (laughs) So sorry to break it to you, but you're never going to reach an end point. And that's you know, as we think about learning and growing through matrescence, matrescence is years and years and years. And then personal growth after that, sure, you could call it matrescence or you could just call it personal growth. But if you are committed to a life of continually evolving and learning and and growing, then yeah, we're always unpacking and discovering layers. And it's not that it has to be hardcore in the depths of discovery all the time because That's just not how it works either. There definitely needs to be periods of contraction, of integration, of slowing down, of just enjoying the work that you've been doing to understand yourself as opposed to always thinking, what's the next thing? What's the next thing? So for me, my journey really started with not really knowing what I wanted to explore, what I wanted to know, but I knew that there was things that I needed to uncover. And it really was just a period of uh, curiosity, I guess you could say, in trying different things, exploring different uh, modalities of being supported and what I got out of them and uh, the practitioners that I felt really connected to, what did I like about them, what did I not like about them. And I was just in a really big period of exploration. And I think that really served me because it taught me a lot about myself as well as the information that I got out of the support that I was receiving. I also learned about how I really valued uh, my healing journey unfolding and the type of people that I really valued supporting me in that. And so it's okay to have those periods where it's just about that exploration, but I'm going to get into some more specific tips around that. But before I do, I just really want to highlight the difference between a coach and talk therapy, because I think this is maybe one of the bigger confusions that I hear about, you know, what is the difference? Where would I go to one over the other? And so I just really want to clear that up in this space. So when I'm talking about talk therapy, I'm talking about like psychology or counseling. So I myself, I am trained as a life coach and also an energy coach. So I'm very much in the coaching space. So the biggest difference between them is that 
talk therapy would be supporting you in things that have happened in your past that you need understanding and awareness on to be able to move and grow through. So for example, if you're holding trauma over a certain event that has happened in your past, that is very much a talk therapy uh, way that you would want, want to go down with your healing. Because when we are stuck in a loop of like big trauma, it's really hard for us to be able to grow and move forward because there's something that hasn't been addressed within our body, within our mind around what we are hanging onto with that trauma. So I don't work in the space of helping you understand past trauma at a really in-depth level. That would be like going to see either a psychologist or a counselor. When you are feeling ready to and and really inspired to start moving forward with your life, then that is when coaching can be really powerful. So this is about like the future you moving forward. How can we change the way that you're showing up in your life to work towards different goals, um, to open up more parts of you that you can learn and grow from? So with the energy coaching, we might journey back a little bit and look at timeline. And so we might touch on things that have happened in the past, but we're really seeing it um, from your higher self, looking back and learning from that experience, as opposed to actually delving in and going in deep with a, a microscope and learning what happened and understanding it from that level. So they're, they're the big differences. Uh, do you feel like there is something going on in your life or you're stuck on a loop of some trauma that has happened? You really need to look and address at that first and foremost with talk therapy. And then when you're feeling ready and inspired, like, okay, like I need to make changes. I'm feeling really, um, really open to my life looking different and feeling different. And I'm feeling really good and excited about that. That's when you would come to coaching. And actually, I um, was listening to a a podcast interview with um, oh, Jay Shetty, and he does life coaching. And so part of his um, terms of coaching with him is that you must also be seeing a psychologist. So they both definitely have a place. However, for me, I would say if you're working with a psychologist, really focus on your healing there. And then when you feel like you're ready to kind of move forward, then that's when the coaching can come in to help. So hopefully that's cleared that up. If you have any more questions about that, if you're not really sure where you are and what you feel like you need and you're considering coaching with me, but you're not 100% sure, I do offer free 30-minute consultations where we can dive in and chat about kind of where you're at, what's going on for you, and that link will be in the bio. And I will be very honest as we're talking if I feel like there is something that you might need to seek support over before we delve into a coaching. I will be really, really honest with that because I'm really – yeah, I really make sure that I stay within my lane of what I know and what I'm trained in. And I don't want to be promising or or bringing up things that I am not uh, trained to be able to support. So that's really, really important to me. So if you're not sure and you want to come and chat, jump on um, to that link in the bio and just book a free 30-minute consultation with me. All right, let's dive into these four tips. So tip number one, 
really start to have a look at what you're wanting and what you're trying to seek support for. Number one, that's going to help with that either coach or talk therapy as a bigger umbrella. There's a lot more modalities that you can get into, and I'm going to kind of delve into that in a little bit. But what are you actually wanting? Because this is really going to change the intention of where you go and how you are showing up in that space of receiving support. It might be that you are just in an excavation process where you're like, I'm not really sure. I just want to explore for a little bit here. That intention is going to be very different to if there is something really targeted and really specific that you are looking for. So just knowing the difference with that is really going to start to help guide you in where you want to go. It's also going to make sure that you are not wasting your money or going in with unrealistic expectations of what someone else can support you with. Because if you don't really know, but there's this little underlying um, desire for you to get really targeted and really specific, but you don't know how to voice that, or you're not really sure it's there, then you might leave that appointment feeling really disappointed or feel like something is missing because you weren't 100% sure of what you were seeking that support for. So yes, there is some responsibility on the practitioner to be able to um, guide you in a way that supports you and what you're looking for. But also you need to take some responsibility of what, what do I want out of this? Because if you don't know and you go in really lofty, then that's probably how you're going to feel coming out of it. You're going to come out of it feeling like there wasn't really a lot that came up for you or it wasn't quite what you were looking for. And of course, sometimes that can just be that they're the wrong practitioner. But if you're really clear and, and, and specific about what you want, it can help remove that and help get you more onto a path of finding someone that can help you in a way that you want to be helped. So coaching can be really good in that excavation process because um, we can start to look at everything from a bigger picture. Um, And then we can start drilling down into what's going on within that bigger picture and where do we want to start to really focus our attention. So tip number two, research and explore different modalities. Don't think that there's just one way to be supported. Get really um, curious about what else is out there. You might want to um, ask for recommendations. If there's other people that you know are on their healing journey, maybe you want to just start there. I wouldn't say use that as gospel because we all need different things. We all connect and, and respond to people differently. But if you're not even really sure where to start, maybe just ask for some recommendations. Maybe find some Facebook groups where you can just do a bit of a search and see if there's any names that come up um, really frequently in a, in a particular way. But as you start to be opened up to different modalities, maybe you want to follow people on social media before you really commit to something. Maybe you want to join their email list. Maybe you just want to like completely consume everything that they've written on their website, but really start to um, tap into how they work. What language are they using? How do you feel when you're connecting with their content? 
You can also ask for qualifications. If you're not 100% sure what their qualifications are, don't feel like this is a rude question to ask. And if anyone comes back and they are a bit standoffish or give a bit of a like rude response to you asking for what their qualifications are, that would probably be a red flag because anyone that's legit in their work will really happily either display their qualifications up front or be more than happy to um, share what their qualifications are once they have been asked. This podcast is a really great great way to start delving um, into and dipping your toe into different modalities because I've had, had so many incredible um, people on the podcast who really specialize in different ways of supporting people. So just like a really quick wrap up to see if there's um, someone and, and not even a wrap up, just I'm going to touch on some of the people that I have interviewed to see if there's something that you're like, oh, that, that, um, that word kind of intrigues me. So I've had a feminine embodiment coach on here, Jessica Jordan. I've interviewed a holistic healer in Shah Higginson. I've spoken to Jessica Perryman all about women's circles. So gathering with women, so powerful. I've interviewed Daniela Princey, who is a holistic psychologist. Um, So really working on that talk therapy side of things, but in more of a, a holistic way. I've interviewed Luke Smith, who is a breathwork practitioner. I've interviewed Ash Sankar, who's an energy healer. So a little bit different with the energy healing versus energy coaching in what I do. So in my coaching role, I'm there as your guide and I'm really there to uh, help you tap into your own healing abilities within your body. So I'm not doing the energy work for you, whereas Ash Sankar, as an energy healer, she's the one that is doing that work and moving that energy and and really approaching it in that sort of way. And we get into a lot more detail in that episode about the difference between energy healing versus energy coaching. So go and check that out if you're curious. I've also interviewed Dr. Andy Chien, who is an incredible um, chiropractor. So there's a lot of different things that you can explore even in this podcast. And most of those episodes are like 40 minutes to an hour long. So you get a really good in-depth um, well, not really in depth, but a good starting point to understand their tone of voice, what's important to them, how they support their clients, what their modality actually does to support you, because there is a lot there. So if you haven't listened to any of those and any of those sort of things have intrigued you in the past, I'd really recommend going and just having a little bit of a scroll back through um, these episodes on this podcast, just to see what tickles your fancy and just go from there. Okay. Tip number three, make it a body-led decision. If you are learning to trust your body and the types of tingles or feelings or magnetic pulls towards people, this is a really beautiful way to start strengthening that muscle. Or if you've already been strengthening it for a while, just continuing to lean on that. Really follow your body. And sometimes it might not make sense as to why you're feeling really pulled or really intrigued by a certain person. But it's a beautiful way to surrender into the process of my body has so much wisdom and I am open to and I am willing to follow that. If I'm feeling really drawn to someone, even if I don't necessarily know why, even if I don't really care about their qualifications, and there are certain 
modalities that I would really highly recommend looking at qualifications, even if you're like, oh, I don't necessarily care about it. Things like yoni massage, for example, would be one that you really want to make sure that you're not going to someone who's going to do wrong by you. But, you know, sometimes it's, we're like, I just have consumed all their content and I really trust, I really trust what they're talking about, trust what they're saying and trust that there's something here for me. Really tap in and follow that body, start to strengthen that muscle or lean on it further. Tip number four, trust your curiosity and be open to the process looking different to how you think it should look. And this really taps into a bit of that leaning into your wisdom of your body. But healing doesn't always have to look like you think it should look. Be open to exploring it looking differently. It doesn't always have to be serious and hard and delving into the deepest depths with practitioners. It can also be light and exciting and joyous. And both of those things are just as powerful and just as important. So it might look like taking a dance class. It might look like joining a sports club. It might look like learning to bake. It might look like going back to study something that's been really intriguing you. Healing doesn't always have to be, okay, let's find out what's at the core here. Healing might be learning to love and appreciate and feel safe in joy. It might look like learning to take time for yourself and indulging in some self-care. It can look like anything. And that's why really, really trusting that the process is unfolding as it needs to is a big part of the journey because you might feel like, no, there's things that I need to be doing. There's things that I need to be unpacking. There's things that I need to be exploring. When in actual fact, your body is like, let's just put the brakes on the heavy stuff and let's just go and find things that bring us joy because learning to follow that joy and feel safe in that joy is really important as well. So please do hold some curiosity around how your healing might look. It's not often until we're out of it and we look back and we go, yeah, actually, That dance class that I took felt so healing and so freeing for so many reasons. So trust that. You know, I know in this environment, money is important and and financial decisions are important. So don't think that you need to be spending your money a certain way if you're feeling really called and really drawn to spend it in different ways. So just as a really quick recap, those four tips that I really encourage you to consider. Number one, what are you actually seeking support for? Are you looking for something really specific? Are you in a curious excavation process? What do you want? What are you looking for? Number two, research and explore different modalities. Feel into different practitioners. Spend some time getting to know them and their content and just be open to exploring different ways that you might be supported. Number three, what is your body telling you? Really lean into and trust that wisdom, that intuition that you've got, strengthen that muscle. And number four, trust your curiosity and be open to the process looking different to how you think it should look. 
It's not always, it. well, it's not always, it isn't linear. It's not going to be this straight healing process where you always feel better and better and better. There's ups and downs, ebbs and flows. It's going to look so different across different parts of your journey. So come and chat to me on Instagram at Kieran underscore Lee. If you want to chat more about maybe the differences between coaching and therapy or any other questions you might have about this episode, jump into that link in the bio. If you want to schedule a 30 minute connection call with me, I would love to chat to you. Have an amazing rest of your day, your week, your evening. Thanks for being here with me. Big love to you. Bye for now.